Yeah, Prodigy this, of Mob Deep. Prodigy of Mob Deep, man. Mm-hmm. And this is, as, as a hip hop fan, this one hurt a lot. I mean, he was only, was it 46? 42. 42, yeah, wow. even worse. Yeah, he's a little bit younger. And uh, being a, a young hip hop fan and listening to the infamous for the first time, it was one of those experiences like, wow, this is like way out of my league because I can't, you know, this is like the the real authentic street hip-hop type stuff, but I was like such a big fan when I was a kid. And then that whole beef with Tupac and Tupac blasted him on the album too. Mm-hmm. That was um, a whole big thing that no, not, not everyone really knows about. Like right. everyone knows, oh, it was Biggie versus Tupac, but that, that stuff spanned like all of the East Coast versus all of the West Coast. Yeah, and Mob Deep was the, right there in the middle of that. Of course, mm-hmm. Mob Deep and Havoc form, you know. Uh, uh, Prodigy and Havoc. Prodigy and Havoc, sorry. Well, Mob, Mob Formed Mob Deep. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he, he passed away due to complications of sickle cell anemia, which he's had his entire life. Yeah. And actually, Damn. Tupac uh, said something. He's like, what, which one of you guys got sickle cell or anything? Well, that's one of the <laughs> that's one of the major things. Like, Tupac was throwing low blows. And one of the things, uh-huh. you you don't talk about a man's wife. You don't talk about someone's children. And you don't talk about someone's, like, you know, potentially uh, terminal disease. Right. And, right. yeah, and he, and he went he went, he went went in on it. Yeah, but that's how it was on. then, you know. Um, but like I said, uh, the infamous, that album, is, mm-hmm. is just an iconic album for not just East Coast hip-hop, but hip-hop period yes it was um so many good songs on that Nas was featured on that um it was part of the big queens bit queens bridge group uh with Nas, capone and noriega Mm -hmm. and you want to know something trippy they were uh uh, they they formed that group when they were like 16 yeah wow maybe younger like they were young kids they were posters and stuff they They were were children yeah i mean they were like kind of art students like they 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 benefited from like art programs and schools and everything like that and they put that into i think they were in a group before this called political do you know uh political um, something or other that was their group nah, before. i keep thinking of uh, of, uh, of uh, prince poetry and uh for march no this was this was just both of them prodigy and uh and havoc but then when Mob uh, Mob Deep formed and the Infamous came out, that was like the grimiest album ever. Oh, yeah. Like super grimy. They T O D. Oh, oh yeah. hold on, wait, 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 wait. Um, yeah, I'm gonna call you Dunn for the rest of the episode. What's <laughs> yeah. good, Dunn? Hey. I speak the Dunn language. Uh, these are random uh, uh, tidbits from uh, from the songs, and just, if you know Mob Deep, you'll pick up on the references. Yo, they pretty much changed the whole effect of uh, of the movie Scarface for me. Mm-hmm. Like every like random scene, background theme, somehow right. found its way into a mob deep track, right. and they made it work. They made it so damn funky. Yeah, and like I said, it was just super grimy, super like hardcore stuff. Survival of the fittest, one of my favorite tracks. I think so, some of the production on the album maybe was help. so perfect. It was so good, very simple, and just very East Coast. Yeah, you know what I mean. It had that. It was like not like flashy, but it was like very. Like I said, I can't can just stress this enough. Grimy. It was, yes, it it was. was very good. But yeah, then like he had a, he did a lot of other stuff too. And he wrote a book that came out. I think it was like 2011 yes, around did. that yeah, time. He just, he just a, did some. Sorry, he just did some music for one of my friends. Uh, Cynthia von Bueller has a cool event out near New York mm-hmm. uh, called the Illuminati Ball, and uh, he recently worked on some music for that. Oh, yep. Wow, okay. Didn't realize we had a personal connection in the room. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've never attended this event. I just know of it. 
Hey, but second degree is okay with me. Yeah, that I'm counts. Only, I am only one degree away. Yeah, there you go. But uh, yeah, but it was just something cool, like saying that he's been working on projects very recently. Like this is something that well, he know, was right up to the thing is too. He was yeah. touring. I think he was like they were doing shows like yeah. the week before he died. Like they were out there. Like the last picture of them it was like him and Havoc. Mm-hmm. In Ghostface and Raekwon. Yeah, he was Like, doing they were all doing this big, like, hip-hop kind of festival-type touring festival thing. It kills uh, me, The man. Art of Rap, I believe it was. And, yeah, so it was just very sudden, you know what I mean? He was, he's, you know, in and out of feeling bad, you know what I mean? It was like, it would flare up and every once in a while, and he was sick. But he always kind of pulled through, so this was kind of like, well, you know... He was a smart dude, man. He had chops. You yeah. were uh, actually uh, starting to mention... Uh, he wrote a book. He recently. wrote a book. His, yeah, well, not was, just any book. Yeah, it was like kind of. Well, he wrote his his autobiography, and mm-hmm. like a lot of that stuff, you know, features some. It, it, it explores all the beefs that happened, you know, with all these famous people. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite parts of the book, he's talking about because I'm a big Capone and Noriega fan, another Queensbridge group, and the time that he um, beat up Noriega, and then Noriega and his boys shot somebody that was with prodigy in the in the car and then that started this whole feud there and, and like I, if if you're into this type of stuff if you're into like the history of hip hop and, and and beefs like that it's 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 a fascinating read uh, to hear about it. and then I know Noriega put something out on Instagram saying like they squashed their beef years ago but he's like this is he's like I just talked to him 3 days ago you know what I mean and like he was always game for whatever he was like super I guess a really nice person very intelligent that's and up, uh, it comes like at, 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 at like it it there's 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 never any warning, right? You know, it, it can it can literally just be like the next day. It's the thing, it's like even though he was sick, it's like you just like prodigy's dead, like really, like wow, you know what I mean? And instantly yeah, a, random, a group right? that's that big, you just go through like the first time you heard him. I know that's what I did, and you're thinking of like when you were listening to him, it puts that you that right in that time and place. You know what I mean? So like he had obviously his his stuff with. With uh, Mob Deep, but he did you know HNIC his, his solo album, a couple of those. He did a, a good project with The Alchemist too. Did an album called Albert Einstein, which is really really good as well. If you like The Alchemist, The Alchemist is like a legendary producer. Yes, he is. And they've been doing stuff, uh, working together a lot. So well, there's a lot of music. Let's not there. forget one of the most important things uh, that I think should be noted about Prodigy. Uh, you mentioned his autobiography. Mm. His other book. Mm-hmm. Was the prison cookbook? Oh man! Oh, right, right, oh, right. Man. Meals you can make with nothing but things that are offered in prison. Uh, yes, mm. yes. Wow. That it's like you can make like a, a a souffle out of like ramen noodles or something. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like something. It's right. My you personal did favorite was the uh, was the um uh damn what was it? Uh, it was something old gratin or like mac and cheese. Uh, using Doritos, like crushed up Doritos, <laughs> as yeah. the cheese. Oh. It's yeah. pretty interesting what yeah, what you can scrape together. You know what I mean to to spice it up a little bit when you're like not living with much, especially if you're in prison. Like what you get in your commissary. You know what you can buy. And then yeah, I, th- I think there was something uh, attached to that too. It's like it had like certain prisons offer different things. Yes. And so he's like, what you can get based on what prison you go to, <laughs> so you can mix and match. It's it's. It's fascinating stuff. And he was talking about have people send you certain ingredients. They can send you a certain amount, like a certain amount of food, like pound wise. Right. So have them send you your ingredients and you can just like chef up all types of meals that aren't available <laughs> in the calf. Yeah. 
Imagine that make you a popular guy in prison too. If you have all those, yeah, pre- right? uh, you have the cookbook. You know what I mean? And you're 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 resourceful enough to get all that stuff together. It'd probably make you a pretty popular guy. We're making today. Probably, probably beef, buy you some friends. Okay, yo. <laughs> yeah, some ratatouille. Julia Child's recipe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But man, yeah, it's like it came out of nowhere, and like I was such a big fan of his. I was such a big fan of uh, you know that whole scene. Like you know, Nas is my favorite rapper, uh, period. And they they did a bunch of stuff together. I mean, there were they had a little beef as well. I think too. They did, but a lot of them fought a lot. Yeah, I think over time you inevitably everybody kind of beefs. Yeah, I think it was a uh, prodigy did was on. Cormega's track and Cormega dissed Nas at the time, so Nas kind of <laughs> called him out. He's like, "Get these snakes away from you!" You know what I mean? Do your own thing, blah blah like that. So it was trust. And I also don't want to neglect my favorite track from my beat. What you got? It's the real <laughs> hip hop, hip hop. <laughs> Quiet Storm, dude. This this track like made. My uh, freshman year in college. <laughs> you see, exactly. Everyone has that one. And they brought out other cats too. I remember I wouldn't know who Vita was if it wasn't for Mob Deep and that mm-hmm. crappy track they did. Mm-hmm. You know, back then. But he was like a. I'm sorry, what was that? What was that? It's the real what? I'm sorry. But he uh, he was one of those one of those guys as well. Just as an MC, strictly as an MC, it was like nothing flashy, just very straightforward, kind of hit you in the chest. And he was just like he just blew you away with like how real and authentic he was and how he sounded and you believed him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He wasn't the most gifted, but like he his rhymes were great. Yeah, no, he had you know he, was a, he, he was, was a, him. He was very lyrical. Like uh, his lexicon was solid. That's one of the things I definitely respect. Yeah. Yep. You know, and the thing is, sometimes it wasn't always on point. But between like the kind of like shoddy cheap rhymes, you know, like, oh mm-hmm. that, that's an easy that's an easy one to go for. He would like say some real stuff. Right. You know, and I mean, Havoc was just like the perfect producer to combine that uh, that lyrical quality um, and make it memorable. Yeah. Music to this day, like I still have. Tr- I just played one that was off my own personal collection, right out of your I phone. Still have right. These things in you were ready. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and it was like you believed him. You know what I mean? Because he, th- these are guys that lived everything they rapped about. You know what I mean? When they're talking about the streets, when they're talking about being. You know, involved in all this stuff, they really were. That stuff really happened. It's documented, and everyone will attest to that. And I know, uh, I think was it, was it the BET Awards last night. Uh, yeah, I think a bunch, yeah, of, think a bunch of people were kind of. They showed on Comedy Central for some reason. <laughs> really? Yeah, I, nah. I turned to it. I'm like, okay, let's watch some South Park reruns. And it's the BET Awards. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think like a, more straight bottom of the barrel. I wonder what social commentary they're trying to make. I think Master P came out. He's like, I'm not even going to go in because they changed it up. He's like, he's like, and he made a good point, Master P, mm-hmm. uh, saying he's like, we don't honor these guys enough while they're alive. But you know, once they pass, and everyone all of a sudden they're the greatest thing ever, and everyone remembers. He's like, this guy probably couldn't do as many shows as he wanted to because he couldn't book anything because no one wanted to hear it. But now he's like the biggest thing ever. It's like we need to start honoring and recognizing these people and respecting them more. When they're actually alive, because it doesn't know good when they're dead, you know. And I happen to uh, agree with that a lot. It's like you know, it's you know, everyone was big on Prince and Michael Jackson and stuff. It's like that, but when they pass, and it's just like this whole thing, which it should be. But it's just like you need to really. Artists are underappreciated in general, right? And I think it's only getting worse too. Oh, not definitely. Well, I think there's also more obscurity. um, Yeah. In, in music, like well, you're not getting it all from one amount. place anymore. You know what I mean? Everyone's True, so which is a very out. good thing for us as fans. Mm-hmm. But when you lose somebody who's made a legit contribution, and you may not hear about it right away, you may not you know know their music. You may discover their music after they've already passed. You know that's mm-hmm. how I found Elliot Smith. Yeah, yeah, you know? I did too. Actually, I did. Yeah. You know, 
I, it was even after the the Goodwill Hunting movie. I was like, yeah. "Who's this?" And man, he's deep. And it's like, well, oh, dude, yeah, dig this. You want to find out an old <laughs> reference? I I, I heard um, Son of Samson off of an old. Do you remember similar uh, college music journal? That old magazine that nobody bought. Yes. Yeah, they used to give free, Not that uh, I ever free CDs. It, well, I just took a. Oh, you always. We all just took a bunch when I worked at Strawberries years uh, ago. <laughs> yeah, back and, when they asked to have music stores and stuff that were big. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and a few years after that, I'm um, just going through my random CDs that I've never listened to and seeing what kind of you know gems I've missed out on. Mm. Son of Samson, right there. Wow. Well, yeah. So you know, hopefully somewhere out there, someone who's never ran, uh, heard Mom Deep. Well, that's all you can hope for album. after they pass, you know what I mean, everyone making a big deal of it. I think the one good thing is yes. that people are like, oh, wow, he was that influential, he was that big. Maybe it'll inspire some you know, young kids that don't really listen to you know, certain kinds of hip-hop to get into that stuff, you know what I mean, like if they're, all, they're listening to. What you got? What is this? Can you turn it up? right there. Oh, there you go. They know who's never heard this. This song helped expose me if you blinded me with science. <laughs> Put a whole new light on. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> How many more you got on there? Oh man, I got. Two. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> yeah, we won't we'll be here all night. Right. Yeah. All right, but no, we're talking about uh, Albert Johnson, aka Prodigy of Mob Deep. Dude, he was influence. Was he influenced you, Dunn? Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Well, right. I don't know, like personally influenced, but man, did I love his music, man? And like, it was. I'm such a big Queensbridge. East Coast hip hop guy that yeah, dude, these and were he like, was the center of that. There were some of the uh, some of the lesser known. I, I don't. I almost say forgotten, mm. but lesser known um, uh, pioneers of that style. Yeah, I remember, uh, very uh, underappreciated later on. Yeah, definitely an old poster I had of uh, of uh, of him and Havoc, Havoc as cartoons. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just them. Like they were kids back then. They were and the yeah. cartoons are just these small, you know, um, Sea Bear and Jamal looking characters. <laughs> and they both got sickles, and they're just there, you know, dapping each other up and looking at the camera like, damn, okay, what is yeah. this? Yeah, they were a little scary, you know what I mean? And that's, I think that's what attracted me to them early, too. And I was like, I'm kind of like... You were rocking your champion hoodie back then? Yep, yep, with a big, you know, <laughs> gold rope. Exactly. Oh, yeah. not that far back. <laughs> no. All right, all right. All but, uh, make some references here. But, yo, uh, Prodigy, um, dude was an influence, man. And yeah, he was I huge. Just, yeah. I wish him, you know, rest in peace. Absolutely, absolutely. 